Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. My name's DJ Dylan, and there will be no quirky little introduction from me today because I'm on strike. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as iatrogenic and bedpanning for gold. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Oh, Dr. Lennon, is that the only thing you want to apologize for? That that you you just want to apologize to the audience for that one thing? Well, it's, it's just... You know what you did. You went on Twitter. You want, I don't know if you got wasted. I don't know what you were thinking. But you were trashing my new reality show. Okay. Well, it, can I just say, I don't even think it's reality. I think it's written. I think some of it's written. Like my name and stuff are. Like, it'll say my name on the see, screen. Okay, see? Yeah, that's not reality. Okay, yeah, you caught me. In reality, there's not my name floating in front of me on a little, like, banner thingy. No, no, you tie it on. You strap it onto your body. Yeah, you, you, would have to, you would have to show people your name. It doesn't just magically appear. I've heard your arguments for this. But Dr. London, we're trying to launch this streaming service. I got this sort of side deal. As just as like to try to you know promote the streaming service we're trying to build, but you know yeah to, to try to undercut me yeah you know this streaming service um, Florbo yes well they offered me thirty seven dollars in a sandwich to do this reality show just to show people what it's really like and you what it's really like to be a podcaster in this industry and to be an influencer and to like. I don't know, like deal with like life and like also, I mean, like people get sad sometimes. I haven't yet in the show or anything. I mean, I watch obviously. Like I, there's a reason I comment. So like I saw like a lot of my tweets are about how not sad you are. That makes me so mad. Yeah. And you keep saying things like, okay, well, why have you just been sort of like spinning your phone for the last 45 minutes i'll just like toss it up and down and i'm like well this is real life this is what i'm doing with my phone is i'm just like messing around with it yeah well and like there was the episode i think season three it's been going for a while uh season three whenever you get a fidget spinner in the mail and you open it up and we're we're all wanting you to start spinning the fidget spinner but you just go back to your phone so that i mean that was a great finale but like like the suspense is like i get it i get the drama and the suspense of reality but once again i too much is written ahead of time that's my main complaint so if i just had a whiteboard that i wrote my name anytime i wanted to remind people my name or someone else's name like behind me would that be a little more real look i think just just live your life as the way to do it because it's all fake as far as i can tell at the end, so at the end of, and I don't even know if you see this because it goes dark, but at the end of it, you see all these names listed in, in like white lettering. Yes. Those are, black. those are some of my favorite people. Yeah. And it just, it goes on and it scrolls up. Oh, 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 I got it. Now, this whole thing is because your name is not on my list. Yes, of course. At the end of the show. 
I list some of my favorite people, Abraham Lincoln, Godzilla, Bubsy, Tim Allen. And so I have these people listed out, and then you're like, oh, where's my name? Well, sure, that's like that was in my Twitter rant for sure. You just can't handle my success. I no, it's just not reality. I like, and I don't think you're gonna persuade me on this. And I'm maybe gonna have to do another Twitter rant, uh, or like a Threads rant, whichever one I figure out how to use. All right, Cameron, we have a sponsor today. That's right, Doctor London, we do. Yeah. So, um, you know, first impressions matter. Uh, there's no two ways around it. Uh, the first thing that someone notices about you is often gonna be. Well, in your case, it'd be the, the big banner you've got strapped to your back. But uh, for the rest of us, it'd be the skin, I think. That's most noticeable. Well, you know, people say, you know, words are worth a thousand skins. I, I just, I feel like you came up with that saying to justify the banner. Well, that's what the banner says. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which is, you know, it is, I guess, a form of advertisement for them. But um, anyway, you make this first impression with your skin. And uh, Caldera Lab is this company that has uh, clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. They're the leader in men's skincare, and they're here to save the day. Use our exclusive code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com to enjoy 20% off their best products. And really, this is, this is my first impression, or some, someone's first impression of me visually. Because audibly, they've, been li- they've heard me for 15 minutes because I am able to project my voice pretty far. Yeah, that is a big brag of yours because you carry around uh, not a megaphone, but I, is it just a walkie-talkie on a stick? And you just talk into it, and then I know you said projecting, but like I feel like projecting's a struggle. Yeah, I project my voice into the huge speaker. Yeah, that's sitting around. Yeah. So, which which ones again? Like, could you- and that's just me telling truths. Like, you know, where have all the fish gone? Weren't yeah. there more fish at some point? I was gonna say a lot of your first impressions are are just questions, th- things that to make people think, but. Yes, to open up their minds a little bit, just like I'm trying to do with our listeners right now. Just like you're trying to do with Caldera Lab. Yeah, so Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products, and the regiment leads off their product lineup. It's a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Um, the, uh, inside the bundle, you'll find your skincare dream team. That's the, Caldera, uh, the clean slate, the base layer, and the good. Uh, and I use these. The clean slate starts and ends your day. It's a face wash that leaves all types of skin refreshed. The base layer, it's a daily moisturizer that hydrates your skin and absorbs it fast, leaving you with a matte finish so you can start your day confidently. And I get that you, part of your philosophy, Cameron, is to help people start their day confidently by saying the words of affirmation along with your question. So, it brings- Yes, which are like, where did all the fish go? Those are my words of affirmation. I, weren't there, there used to be more fish? What's going on here? Yeah, and everyone's, everyone who hears it is obviously like, He's right. I do feel I, I feel better knowing that that question. That's how they heard me start walking towards my direction. It takes about 15 minutes to get me. I do want to clarify, though. Yes. So visually, the skin is what the first impression you give on someone. For me, a little before that is audibly. And then I would say a little before that is uh, aromally. The, the, your stench? Is that what you're talking the about? The stench. Yeah. Yes. I would say before you ever hear me, you definitely 
know where I am. Well, it depends on the wind direction, but uh, yeah, I you don't want to be downwind. I guess is the main no. takeaway here. I'd say upwind. Upwind's not so bad. If or it's you're yeah, you're still gonna smell it, but it's not like yeah. hitting you in the face. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd say yeah. A good advice for talking to Cameron with his philosophical questions would be uh, bring a box fan with you. Just have something plugged in. Um, so something pretty sizable. It won't. Yeah, it won't do anything about the smell, but it does create a sort of humidity and heat that maybe the fan can help with. Yeah, the amount of climate control that you have as a person. It's like, like I get that you 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 say it's all about dieting, but um, I I, I get like I just I never quite understand it, uh, the way you pull it off. And that's why I'm hoping to open up the minds of you, Doctor London, our audience. And the people hearing me, seeing me, and also smelling right. me on the street. So, anyway, uh, part of that regimen, that last part, is the, the good. It's your go-to at night before bed. It's a clinically proven multifunctional serum that helps your skin look tighter and smoother, as well as helps reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. Uh, and they even have this eye serum as well. It's called the Icon. It addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eye, which is fine lines, dark wrinkles, and puffiness. Once again, I, I use all these. They're, they're working great. Caldera Lab is a top tier. Yeah. Ingredient. And Cameron doesn't use them uh, when he's on his, is it a stench about? That's what you call it? It's like a walkabout, but it's stench based. And all that to say, you know, for a typical person, for you, the listener, of course, your skin is visually going to be the impression, first impression you give off. Like I said before, for me, it's audibly a little bit before that. It is aromally a little bit before that. It is emotionally a little bit before that. I hate talking about this, but I am an empath. Yeah, I saw your blog. And so like people people who like are if our chakras are like perfectly aligned, they even before they get to the stench part, they're already like feeling my vibe. And me, them. And that's really, it's like, it's, it's a weight. It's weight that I have to carry around. Yeah, I mean, whenever you talk through your speaker system and you tell people, like, your chakra's trash, it's not aligned at all, you suck, like... Yeah, just sort of the, the truths that they need to be woken yeah, up about. Yeah, I, I do feel like it maybe doesn't... Uh, like, I get that you're, you're an empath, but I feel like it's a lot of projecting your own feelings is what empath means for you. Yes. And just being able to f- just vibe and just like feel that. Because again, you, you know, it's not just me shouting because that's the audibly yeah. stage. You get to the stench stage before that. But then before that, I can already feel it. Right. So, so get 20% off with our code jockdoc at calderalab.com. That's 20% off at calderalab.com by using code jockdoc. Jump into skin and first impression royalty with Caldera Lab. Uh, anyway, that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is, did you do the house? Nope. Because I'm on strike. And later, we're going to talk about some of the issues relating to these streaming services and sort of who's has a problem with things. Um, well, and, you know, just 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 corporate entities, just business in general, and just you know the sort of behind the scenes kind of stuff that people rarely get to see. And so we're going to be talking and breaking that a little bit down. 
corporate stuff has been in the news lately. Business, business, Wall Street, Wall Street. We're going to break that down for y'all. But before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So for a long time, our listener demographic was primarily composed of Chernobyl deniers, people who denied that anyone would name a city Chernobyl. Um, However, in our efforts to cater to them, we found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast. So this week's feedback comes from a bot on TikTok named Simon Aguilar uh, commenting on our video clip about summer safety tips. He said, what? Followed by a crying laughing emoji. So uh, we get this question a lot. Uh, if, if you have trouble hearing, I think you can turn on captions. No, you know, Dr. London, I think sometimes when we get these, this kind of feedback, you got to think of it more like a patient walking into your office, not just someone writing a letter. So if a patient walks in and he goes, what? And then he starts weeping. I mean, you've seen that crying laughing emoji. Uh, it's t- well, the mouth is open, just drooling. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, this patient's coming to you like that, Dr. London. What do you do? What's your move? They need this advice. You put them in restraints. Put them in restraints. Like that's. Is that it? That's you just do that and then you just move on with your day. Yeah. Someone else will get the rest of it. Whatever okay. they're doing. You're all about outsourcing. Well, just we'll be like, talking about that a lot later. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, that's that's how you uh will will handle that. So so, buddy on TikTok, just uh. Just, just try that tip. Put yourself in restraints, I guess. And thank you for listening. But now for today's medical topic, restless leg syndrome. Patients with restless leg syndrome report an uncomfortable sensation in the legs that is creepy and crawly at night. Uh, the discomfort is worsened by caffeine and is relieved by moving the legs, hence the restless legs. Uh, this can happen during sleep, so a patient is sometimes actually brought in by their bed partner who is being kicked at night. Uh, Restless leg syndrome is also associated with uh, iron deficiency. Treatment is with dopamine agonists such as premipexol, and iron replacement can also improve symptoms. This is is definitely an optional treatment. Like, you're talking about, like, oh, it feels like creepy crawlies on your legs. That's because that's kind of what it is. Like, a a third leg is trying to burst out. Okay. Yeah. This uh, until is another... eventually you get to eight of them, and then you have a spider sort of body. That's what this what people don't understand about Spider-Man. You know the um from like the children's like coloring books. I I know from the Spider-Man. Bed yes, same same okay. guy. Bed sheets and those like tiny backpacks. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. So that guy. The what makes him so cool and so unique is that he is Spider-Man like the other way? He's got the body of a man, but like the mind and kind of horniness, I guess, of a spider. Whereas naturally, this is true for everyone, and you can deal with it or not or whatever, naturally your body is trying to move into a spider-like space or state. Yeah, I Where you this, look like yeah. a spider, you just sort of have big fangs and you just sort of run around eating flies. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so I know it's up you, to you. Like, you can do it, you can turn into a spider person, or like you're saying, uh, steroids or whatever. I'd say, like, the treatments I listed are, are a little bit more evidence based. But once again, it's good to have options. Yeah. 
And also keep in mind, you know, Spider-Man, again, he's like the superhero. So yeah, he can shoot webs and stuff. You can't make a web. You're still a person. I mean, until- you just have a body that looks exactly like a spider, but you still have to like pay taxes. Like you, you can do all the, the stuff a man can do. Like we can make sandwiches. What else can men do? Um, like that's and these even like sandwiches, go to the zoo sandwiches are famously not even like the most yeah manly thing to do uh but yeah uh, go to the zoo you're right go to the zoo is a really manly thing you, you still can do all the things that a normal human can do and that is also all you can do you don't have any of the spider abilities webs climbing up walls you know you can't do any of that you're a person like yeah. be real you just yeah. have eight legs now Okay, so like that's and once again that that's just another sort of we'll call it alternative medicine. That's that's another maybe homeopathic remedy. Alt facts, I've been calling them. Uh, okay. So that does bring us to sort of um today's big discussion. And there's been just so much in the news. So f- for those who don't know, there's there are these strikes going on and most of the ones out there we support. Uh, oh, yeah. They're yeah. so great. Like the SAG strike, there's the WGA one, there's uh, UBS, like rail. I think, are gonna yeah, UPS. There's, there's like railroad workers. There's all sorts of strikes going on, and we love them. They're so cool. They're, so, they're one of the best ones. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean the concept of striking is always okay. You know what I no. mean? Like, like in, a, if, in an abusive relationship, if someone strikes someone else, that's bad. Well, I, I, my, my young one, my four-year-old, she was, <laughs> she was striking to, uh, like, taking a, taking a bath. Say what? She struck the, like, the faucet? Yeah, I mean, that's why she wanted to stop taking a bath is because she slipped and fell and, yeah, struck her head on the faucet. But still, she's got to take a bath, but she was like, no, she was protesting. It was the cutest thing. But then, you know, I, you know, sometimes you gotta be dad, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta still put him in the bath. You sort of throw him in there, if let him handle themselves. But all that to say, strikes—they're not all good. Sometimes they're just a kid acting out, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what we wanted to do address because people, you know, people have been coming out with all these questions about it, like how do I support and how do I navigate this thing? What are all the rules? Because you know, we're living in this digital age. There's so much information going around. What's the right thing to do here? And so we wanted to clarify just a little bit. Well, we have firsthand experience. I mean, that's because, you know, like everything else, just currently, you know, our staff, our crew, um, DJ Dylan, the, uh, the gang, as people call them, you know, we have like a, like a, you know, 1300 person crew. To just to to make this, yeah, and they're on strike, and we love them. We love all of them so much. This is one of those strikes I was talking about before that isn't the same as the other ones. This is more like a little kid striking and, and not wanting to take their bath. Yeah, I want to say like the other. We support the other one wholeheartedly. Oh yeah, all of those other ones, but the 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 one that we're dealing with currently, like we are actually, I'd say we're actually not supportive of. I'd I'd go ahead and say that. No, yeah, we're on the other side. We're on the boss's side of things. These are our employees, and so it just makes sense logistically. But we could like we're, we can go through even some of the things they are requesting. 
and and just sort of talk about how to be a boss, how to be a manager, just to navigate some of those stuff. And just and and going into it, like I want to say, like the whole system people say is screwed up, but we are trying to approach it in the healthiest way. So, yeah. For everyone. We want it to be fair for everyone. Yes. Not just us rich fat cats at the top. You know what I mean? We're trying we try to make it as fair for everyone. So I mean, like, you know, one of the things that our employees and led by DJ Dallin, he's sort of the I guess strike captain. Yeah. It kind of has a lot of power yeah. there, apparently. Um, is uh is the the, to- the toilet situation. We we're, we are all about aesthetics. Like, we're not every... You know what I mean? Like, haven't you seen a couch that's maybe not the most comfortable couch in the world, but it just looks cool? And you're like, okay, we're about style. We're about class. And so, I invented this toilet. It's 37 feet tall. You can use a rope to climb up the whole thing. And you're getting a workout. How you're getting a workout in the process? How is this different than those like standing desks? It's getting people healthy. That's totally right. And like you talk about how you know PVC piping or whatever they use for the plumbing, like it it's bad for the environment. So you just do it outhouse style, where there's just a hole and a big splash zone, and you've been selling tickets to the splash zone. Well, and just like that's the reason it's so tall is because you need all that room because it's just going to fill up eventually. No, who's cleaning it out? It's basically like a silo that just you just slowly fill up more and more. Yeah. And for those who've been watching the show silo, spoiler there. Spoiler. It's just like that. Our employees have come to us and said, this is an unreasonable working environment. Unreasonable. They actually said unreasonable. Yeah, which... I'd say, like, well, we gave reasons. Yeah, we reasoned about it, came up with a good solution that made everyone happy, and now you've just got these couple... It's just a couple people. It's ev- I mean, it's everyone now. Um, but at first, it was just a couple people. Well, and they know if, we, if we're going to change the toilets, that's going to come out of their paychecks because we, so where's that money going to come from? Where is that money con- going to come from to remove these gigantic toilets? Someone's got to sweep up all the poo that's going to be left over and just pouring out of it. It's going to stink like hell. And so just to, just to meet their demands is, is, okay, you want a shit-filled, like, exp- you, you pay, you pay cut. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, people don't think of the cost. Uh, and, you know, some people will say, like, wow, what about that? Equally large massage palace you built. Sure, yeah. And the masseuse. And, and people don't think about also the stress levels that we're under and why we need a masseusery. We, we did find this to be cheaper than to like just go pay for a massage. Yeah. Is that what you wanted us to do was to drive all the way downtown to get a massage? That's, that's half of the stress just comes from the drive. That's what the demands are, I guess. That's what the demands are. They also demanded like more fair wages, which again we can't do. If we were to give you guys more money, we would have to take that out of your paycheck. Don't you guys see that? So I mean, it just doesn't even make any sense. And like people have been, you know, have complained that Cameron's show gets special treatment uh, because he's it's him on a reality show that maybe he shouldn't be flown around on a billion dollar jet. 
uh, and then landed on a yacht that's also a billion dollar yacht. And then the yacht goes around for a little bit and that's how he picks out his yogurt. But that's for that's for write-off reasons. Plus, like, yeah, you played on your phone the whole time. Like, he's not, you know, indulging in all the fancy stuff. Well, I'm recording. I'm recording my show. I'm flipping around my phone and stuff. So I'm, I'm working the whole time. I'm not having fun. Yeah, it's, it's impressive how miserable you are on those trips. Especially with the amount of um, masseusers that are with us. Oh, but so no, we can't do that. We can't do anything about the wages. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got. What are the their other demands? Uh, they, yeah, they said stop hiring uh, militias to actively stop them picketing. Uh, that I say, I mean, that's kind of a legal right of ours, isn't it? Well, my thinking is just, okay, you can stop the militias attacking you by just going home and stop striking. Hey, there's an idea. Yeah. They have all the power here. They can, anytime they want, they can go home, watch some TV, and then the militias won't harass them for like, they will for like a couple more weeks yeah, just until everything home. fully dies yeah. down. Just to squash any dissent. But after a while, like they, you could stop it anytime you want. So it's your choice. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing, you know, they keep talking about how they have all the power because they generate all the revenue. They do all of it. They are the, the talent. Um, they, they make that whole thing happen, but they don't realize we're telling them, yeah, you do have the power to stop, to stop doing all this fuss, fussiness. It reminds me of when I was a kid and I would, as a joke, it wasn't even like a big deal. I would like, you know, take my sibling's arm and then I'd slap them with their own arm. And they would say, please stop doing that. That hurts. But, and I would say, of course, stop hitting yourself. Because my hand was not touching their face. Yeah, it was actually I wasn't doing theirs. anything. Yes. They could just stop. Anytime they wanted, they could just stop. But they just kept, you know, stop mm-hmm. hitting yourself. I keep telling them that. Yeah. They just don't get it. My kids get it, though. <laughs> my kids get it. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, let's, let's talk about your kids' strike. I mean, because, like, it, as you say, they get it. <clears throat> But you have them striking the right things. Yeah, well, they're striking me right now. But I will say, like, they are probably more organized than the rest of our our crew and everything. Like, they've they've really gotten the Teamsters out there. It's the help. It's the help of DJ Dylan. He's also assisting the kids. They're. I think they're going to be joining sort of uh, strikes pretty soon. Yeah, just in solidarity. Like, I mean, I know they. Yeah. They kind of a lot. And I think I might also strike with them as well. Which brings us to our next point, how to strike in solidarity with the people who are striking against you. First of all, easily done. Uh, it, regardless of who's striking what, you're going to need sunscreen. You're going to need a new hat. It's going to have to be new because like, you, you don't want to be in last year's fashion on the picket lines. You're going to need wheelies. Um, and... To scooch around. Yeah, you're going to need wheelies. There's going to be crowds of people yeah. that you want to prove you're faster than. But yeah, so so all these protests have been going on for sort of anything. It's, and I don't want to jump on this, but it feels a little bit like cancel culture here, if we're being honest. All this striking for wages and for uh, yes, insurance. Yes, exactly. But I look, it's it, I, I so support the other unions and everything, like most of them. But again, you know, it's it's just like cancel culture. Sometimes don't sometimes don't you go a little bit far. 
And that's how it is. Uh, only with the people striking against us, not anyone else. Everyone else we love, so good. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. But yeah. But it, uh, the, the DJ Dylan Death Squad, which is what they've been calling them, themselves, is uh, concerning. I, I'd say for one thing, and not to be too critical here, but I feel like someone else should give you that name rather than you take on the Death Squad name. Like, that seems like an earned... Yeah. Yeah, it should be like a descriptor that yes, yeah, someone would would say about you to a third party rather than you declaring it. Well, and you know, I hate to be critical of them too, but okay, so let's go back to what our employees are asking for. They said a living wage so I can finally get my own place, which I keep saying, like we said before, there's enough room in our big bed for all of us. We can all hang out. I don't understand with this desperation to, oh, I need my own apartment. I got to have my own house. When my like my bed can fit so many people, it's mm-hmm. basically an entire room. And we have sleeping hats. We have sleeping caps for, I want to say, a uh, few hundred more people. Uh, enough sleeping caps easily. For that. Yeah, not for everyone, but again, if that's what you want, that's going to have to come out of your paycheck. I mean, where where's that money for sleeping caps coming from? Yeah. Now some people have complained that the bed is always wet because of the lack of restroom access. Uh, like, and I get that it's a bit of a hike in the middle of the night when you got to go and you have to climb that 35 foot uh, toilet. Like I get that that's there, but the rest of us do it except for Cameron and I. So yeah, why can't you? It's really not that big of a deal. You know, people talk about like sort of the, the excess of spending and things. They say like, well, if you have room in the budget for this and that, why can't you afford to, staff these things appropriately like like for let's say for the podcast itself if you get to the nuts and bolts of it what do we need we need a microphone we need a train hawk um just to like fetch us stuff well and also to alert us of again coyotes bears um a lot of yeah oh and so we're we're not going to be able to uh, pay for like actual security you want to be mauled by bears by walk when you walk to your car at night we can do that again it's their choice it seems like a bad choice to me well when people say like excessive things are things like our corporate retreat which is just me and you because we can't afford to bring everyone skiing on that huge mountain with us we're trying to pay everyone a living wage like yeah I mean, not like we aren't doing that, but like theoretically, yeah. If we did, and so, so yes. Do you like to go on vacation? I like to go on vacation. I assume everyone striking likes to go on vacation. So yeah, when we spend six months out of the year and like roughly a hundred million dollars on this sort of very extravagant corporate retreat that we're on, that is also like fine dining, like all of that, just sort of the best of everything you can possibly get. Like what? You don't want us to go on vacation. That sounds fair. Sounds you get a vacation, we don't anymore. Got it? Okay, cool. And a lot of complaints related uh, would be like they get a vacation in a way because like they're allowed to go home in the evenings. But uh, yeah, I I think we showed you know the other like entrepreneurs out there like you're gonna run into negotiations at some point. You're gonna have people upset, and this is how you deal with it. This is. We, this is, you can use this just as a straight guide. To, cause you'll likely be dealing with very similar complaints. Yeah. And, you know, people, once again, people try to say, like, there's, you know, there's one side that's just corporate greed. Like, these 
CEOs, everyone's making, you know, tens of millions of dollars every year, and they won't give like a fraction of that to their workers that will just give them a basic, you know, middle class lifestyle. Uh, people say that. I say, hey, we're people too. Hey, we're just trying to make ends meet. Our ends are just larger. We have huge ends to meet. And also these things like the, you know, $100 million corporate retreat, the masseusery, it's all tax write-offs. So like, it's not even actually like, that's basically free for us as a company. Because like, you guys benefit from our little corporate retreat. You guys benefit from me and Dr. London getting massages and being so relaxed. So, and it's, it's, just, it's free. It's just basically free. So it's not even a big deal. But there's no money for, um, I mean, really anything outside of those few things. We really tied this up with a bow. I think we're done. Thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to, well, I guess. Did you do the house? Nope. Because I'm on strike. See ya.